Stop it. No, start it. Oh, start it. Hey, or hi. Stop start. I love to start it. More specifically, I love to start the Media Boat Podcast. Hello, everybody. And welcome to another edition. Uh, today is October the 23rd, 2019. This is episode 198, I believe. I've, yes, 198. Uh, so, yeah, 198. Media Boat Podcast is, if you don't know already, your source for news about movies, television, video games, and music. Not necessarily in that order, but in do, some order thereof. You do that on purpose every week. You got to, because otherwise I don't have a bit. Uh, my name is Matt. His name is Mike. I'm Mike. He's Matt. If you've been following us, one, thank you. It is very much appreciated. Yes, thanks. Two, if you're new, we normally do about, well, for the past, we've been doing about two-hour podcasts, but this will be a short one. And you know how I'm going to guarantee it will be a short one? Because you're going to start right now. I'm going to start right now. All right. We always start the Media Boat podcast with the movie section, and we always start the movies section with the weekend box office numbers. So we have an apology to make. Because we were wrong. We underestimated the strength of the Disney brand. Uh, yeah, we b- both thought that Zombieland 2, colon, double tap, which is also a, a colon, double tap. Correct. Um, Love to double tap your colon. Yes, th- thank you, Not Doctor. You specifically, but. Thank you, Dr. Assman. <laughs> we thought that would be the number one film of the week. But, but we, we were, were wrong. wrong. We were so wrong that it's not even number two. Oh, that's how wrong we were. Your number one movie, in case you're wondering, is, as I hinted at, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, uh, earning $36.9 million in its first week. The other sequel that debuted this week. So yeah, I guess I didn't see this coming because I didn't know, I didn't remember how well the first Maleficent movie did. I didn't think it was a huge success, but I guess... Enough people still care that they're uh, willing to go out to the tune of $39 million to see it. Uh, yes, but then again, that tune is still only $39 only million. Dollars. 39 That's not even close to, of course, what Joker made its first week. Right. So it's like, yeah, I guess in context, it's not a great number, but in the context of this week, it's surprising to me. In the context of now we can run number one ads. Right, which they have. Which they have. <laughs> they definitely have been doing that. Uh, your number two movie, though, uh, taking Zombieland's spot was Joker, coming in for a third week in the top three. Right. Drop down to number two. $29 million, adding to its already crazy $247 million domestic total. Woo! That's already super heavy money we're talking about. Yep. For a movie of its like. Yeah. Well, it's been out for three weeks now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, across okay. the 200 clearly... We knew that was going to be easily because it was at 190 last week. Right. So, uh, yeah, it'll uh, kind of cruise on as we get closer and closer to award season. I wonder if this is Joaquin Phoenix's highest box office receipt. I would not be surprised if it was. However, I want to say that Walk the Line did okay. Yes, but, you know, maybe. In its day. In its day. I think it did all right. I mean, I saw that movie. That's how well that thing did. I, uh, I went to a theater and saw it. A lot of people saw it. It was yeah. nominated. It was. But yes, number three, Zombieland 2, dole, Double Tap, only $26.8 million. So it's not doing hot for the budget of its its stature. Hmm. It's almost as if 
the studio knew this wasn't gonna this would have happened. And put it out in October. <laughs> just put it out anyways, figuring yeah. if it's gonna hit hard It'll hit in October it'll before hit Halloween. Oct- yep. And it's still underperformed. Yep. So yeah, uh, officially uh, nobody cares about Zombieland anymore. I think we can safely put that franchise to bed. I wanna blame the marketing on this. Oh yeah, it was nowhere. It was nowhere to be seen. No. Also the trailers they showed weren't funny, they weren't scary. It was kind of like no. Hey, you remember this film, right? Well, we're doing it again. Yeah, I, it was just not part of the zeitgeist, and it really needed to be in order to get the same kind of audience to come back and see it. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't there. Nobody cared. It, it's both a shame and yet a warning or a lesson yeah. that to not just throw out se- random sequels. Yep. But then again, they're gonna do it. Disney again. threw out a random sequel and got number one. And got so number there one you this go. Week. No one, no one knows what the formula is. Uh, you need to have a pair of uh, huge mouse ears to be number one. Apparently. Uh, but never f- tell you about when I actually I had a pair of mouse ears. From We've Disney all Netflix. had a pair of mouse ears from Disney. You know what I did with it? What did you do? Left it on Space Mountain. I got purpose. No, by accident. <laughs> So, my joke is, is that my ears are currently floating through space. <laughs> and have been for, God. 20 plus years. 15 years, probably. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the Adams Family is number four with $16 million. That's at 57 domestic. Yeah. Which is okay. It's okay. Could be better. Uh, it needs to be better because it's an animated film. So it costs a lot. Yep. Costs probably twice, not, not twice that much. But at least $40 million more than that. At least, not. Yeah. Slightly less. And the number five, rounding out your top five, is Will Smith and Will Smith and Gemini Man. Gemini Man? Gemini Man, with a mini $8 million added to its mini $36 million total. <laughs> Domestically, not great. No. Sorry, when, Will Smith. When the Adams Family has more box office than yeah. you. But the good news is, if you're Will Smith at least, is that that's not your last movie this year. Uh, he's also a voice in that. Spy Pigeon movie. Is that coming out this year? Yeah, it's this year. I want to say that's sometime next year. I thought that was next year. They're running at TV ads for it. Okay. Currently. So I want to say it's next month. Okay. Because they would not be running ads for a movie that's coming out next year. You're probably right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but you know he also was in Aladdin earlier this year. And he made his money. Made all the money. Yeah. This is one of those like I'll do it for the studio. I'll do it for me type of things. Yeah. Although, you know, two different studios. (laughs) That's it for the uh, box office this week, in case you're wondering what's coming out this next weekend, this current weekend. All right, what am I seeing? I don't know what you're seeing, but here are the new releases for movies this week. Black and Blue. What is Black and Blue? Uh, It's what happens when you get punched. I mean, but what is the movie title Black and Blue about? Oh, uh, Cop. Good Cop watches bad cops do bad things and has to get back home. It's basically a combination of End of Watch and Taken. Interesting. Or okay. Training Day, I guess. I can see hit, this hitting a niche. Yeah. People who like their their cop dramas. I do want to say this is a majority African-American cast. Okay. Uh, female lead. Oh. Uh, don't remember what... Did not remember what her name was, though. Oh. But I saw, like, a couple ads for it. Okay. But yeah. Uh, Sounds cop drama. Cop drama coming out this cop weekend. Drama. Uh, also, we have Countdown. This is a horror film. Okay. Just in time for Halloween. Yep, those usually do well. Uh, the tagline for this and the poster is... Yeah. Death? Question mark? <laughs> There's an app for that. Oh, no. 
Stupid. Yes, it's about cell phone death. Cell phone death, my favorite kind. And then finally, The Current War, colon, Director's Cut. Yes, uh, The Current War, about uh-huh. Nikola Tesla and... Oh, The Current War. Yeah, and Westinghouse and Got Edison. It. Uh, has already come out, right. but in select theaters. Right. Also in time for the festival circuit. It's been getting good buzz. Okay. Uh, this is the official wide release of it. Got it. Under the director's cut. Interesting. So which one is going to be submitted for awards? Um, the director's cut? I think cut? the director's cut version. That would be weird. I don't remember ever having a... Movie with a subtitle called Director's Cut <laughs> being nominated for any Oscars. I'm not sure if they'll continue to call it yeah, Director's Cut. Yeah, they might just make it easy to say The Current War. war. Yeah. Uh, that's it for new releases. Will you be seeing any of these movies? Probably not. I don't have time. I'm still I'm still like two weeks behind on seeing movies. So that means you have not seen any movies this week either? No. Then we can move the hell on right. to movie news. Okay. Our first story here is about Disney because, of course, actually both first stories about Disney, but we'll get to that. Well, first one's one about the Academy Awards. This one's about Disney, uh, a certain Disney movie, uh, maybe not getting into the category we thought it would be. In well, the so of all the controversies coming out this year for the Academy Awards, which there are many. Which there are many. This one now has a definitive answer. So yeah, this is a conversation we've been having pretty much since this thing was announced, but as uh, as you probably are well aware, the internet and many film fans are constantly in debate about whether The Lion King, the remake of The Lion King that came out this year, counts as a live action or an animated film. It is shot with animated characters and does not involve any live humans, but it is designed to look as realistic as possible. So... Is it animated or is it live action? Well, the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences, etc., has uh, answered this question, or at least for their rules have answered this question for you. They revealed the 32 films that have submitted for consideration for the Best Animated Feature category for this year's Oscar, or next year's Oscars, technically, uh, and Lion King is not among them. Yes, Lion King is not nominated for Best Animated Feature. They said, while the characters are CG, they are not presented as, quote, animated characters in the traditional sense. In truth, there's only one live-action shot, though, in the whole movie. Yes. The rest was created using visual effects to craft the photoreal film. That singular live-action shot is the first ten seconds of Ah. the sun rising up in in the Serengeti. Although, a little interesting wrinkle here. Disney was the one who opted not even to submit The Lion King for Best what? Feature. What? How could they? However, it's expected to be a major player in probably the only categories it can win, visual effects. Oh, uh, what do you know? A movie that is entirely computer-generated <laughs> yeah. visual effects is probably going to win visual effects. Yeah, so I guess blame Disney for this. Oh, no, this is squarely blame Disney, yeah. not the Academy. I guess they just didn't figure it could play. Also, they already have two... Uh, competitors in this field, as it's very likely that we'll see not one, but two Disney films in the final nominees for animated feature, as they put out Toy Story 4 and are planning to put out Frozen 2 next month. So those are two heavy hitters, Mm -hmm. both uh, sequels to movies that have won Best Animated Feature in the past. Uh, Also, uh, DreamWorks, of course, no slouch. You'll uh, expect to see uh, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World in the running as well. 
what the wild cards though this year uh, that have maybe a slight outside chance is the Lego Movie Lego Part movie two, 2, the second part. Uh, the recently uh, released uh, Abominable yes. from DreamWorks. The uh, Adams Family, mm-hmm. and um, probably not Smallfoot. I don't see that making the cut. Uh, yes, uh, no, not Smallfoot, the no. other one. Missing Link was Missing dominated. Missing Link also could be. Because it's Laika, and the Laika usually gets a nominate. Yes, uh, while Missing Link was nominated, uh, one that was missing was, yeah. um, haha, missing, yes. was uh, Shaun of the Sheep. Uh, Shaun the Sheep. Shaun the Sheep. Shaun the Sheep. Bomageddon. Right. Whatever it was called, the, yeah, the the sequel. Yes, Sean of the Sheep. Sean, Jesus Christ. Yep, we did. <laughs> Thank you, Edgar Wright. Sean of the Sheep. Sean the Sheep movie yes. came out this year. Yes, uh, that will probably not. That's not on the short list. So yeah, busy year for animated films. So it'll be very interesting to see what makes the cut. But at least we now know that Lion King will not. And I guess this will technically end the debate. I guess, yeah, that's pretty much sums it up. That, that, that's where the line is drawn. It's still stupid. I still disagree. Oh, no, I disagree completely. But when, when the, your When your basic outline is must be more than 10%. Yeah. Animated? One scene is not 10%. Yeah. No. Except 10 seconds. Unless it's not, like, 10 seconds, not, yeah. not 10%. It's not a 10-minute movie. <laughs> anyway... Moving on to our second story, like I said, also Disney, because they made waves this week by releasing a new trailer for Star Wars Episode Nine, which we now know as Rise of Skywalker. Uh, not to mention the trailer, it also um, uh, was their per- way to announce tickets were on sale. Tickets went on sale Monday during halftime, during Monday Night Football, and the first showing sold out immediately, as you might imagine. According to the ticket site Atmos, Rise of Skywalker sold 45% more tickets in its first 24 hours than the previous record holder on their site, Avengers Endgame. Earlier projections claim it could hit the mythical $3 billion club, of which Endgame came close to a $2.79 billion, but did pass Avatar, as we reported, at $2.79, or $2.78. Or yes. Small, small Small margin there. As is expected for events like this, AMC will be hosting a 27-hour Star Wars marathon leading up to the December 20th release of Rise of Skywalker. Screening will present all nine films, all nine Star Wars films, that does not include uh, Rogue uh, One or Solo. Solo, Or the Clone Wars film. Yes. Remember that? Yes. That exists. That exists. Uh, It's animated, but it exists. And everyone who will get a commemorative pin and a blanket. Yes. Just leave it. But, but they will get a little something for those who stick around. The real prize, of course, will come at the end with those in attendance will get to see the final installment, Episode 9, at 5 p.m., a full hour before the film reaches the rest of the doting public. Right. If you want to just bot watch Episode 9, the earliest you could do is 6 o'clock. Or at least the earliest you could have done, as all those seats have been sold out. So our, our, our seats... Have uh, been purchased. Yes. Uh, what time are we at? We there are is... at seven o'clock. Seven o'clock's not bad. We are at seven fifteen, I think. The second showing. So uh, we will be seeing that yes. on the day uh, of of release. So look forward yep. to our coverage. I found well, as soon as I saw that went online, I immediately looked up tickets yeah. and saw that literally every showing in the theater I wanted 
was sold out. Send yeah. it to the next closest theater. Real quick, what were your thoughts about the trailer? This, um, mixed thoughts. Yeah. While I did like what I saw in terms of the visual effects, it gives me nothing of the story, yeah. which on I purpose, like. I'm sure. I'll probably on purpose. As to not immediately anger fans or yeah. try and um, get people to understand what the story is. But there is significant leaks online that people who have read them, not me, <laughs> and have reported on them, not me, uh-huh. have said that the leak, like the, one of the, the major leaks of the script, kind of falls beat for beat with this new trailer. Again, I haven't read the leaks. Unlike The Last Jedi. Yeah. Where I was like all up on the leaks and trying to figure out everything. Yeah. This one I'm not. This well, one because we learned our lesson. From oh, I learned my lesson from last year. Is not to pay attention to any of that because it doesn't matter and it's probably wrong. Right. Also, it can and will yes. warp your view of what you're expecting oh. to see. Oh yeah, definitely. I even if you say, "Oh, don't worry, that won't like affect me." Yeah, I thought that too. So this is the Media Boat Podcast reminding you: don't fall into the trap of looking at leaks. Don't do it. Yes. Uh, Go in to be pleasantly surprised. You can watch the trailers, but as soon as you start, like, going into looking at leaks, like, that's when you cross a line to, yeah, I want to be spoiled. I want to make sure this is what I want. Right. Instead of, this is what the filmmakers are giving me, and I shall accept it as is. Yeah. The ultimate question, of course, uh, that remains, and the last thing I'll say about this is... Uh, the is will they stick to the direction and momentum of the Last Jedi, or will this be a correction? Uh, that's the question, right? It is. And a we question. won't really know until the movie comes out. Well, that's the thing, though. According to the leaks, it kind of will and will piss off fans, but it kind of will, like, also somehow I don't know how, <laughs> also give like all three trilogy films a. Solitary conclusion. I have no idea how they're going to pull that off, but we'll see. Exactly. Unless it's, this movie is four hours long. I don't know how they're going to stack Probably that three on. hours long, but J.J. Abrams that. is J. going J. to uh, try his He's best. He's try, exactly. Um, yes, uh, along with other Star Wars news, they are currently still doing reshoots. Now, don't be alarmed. If that's like setting off alarms, like, what? This film comes out in like two months and they don't have the computer project yet? Well, guess what? Avengers Endgame did the exact same thing where they were still shooting it up until March, literally two months before the film came out. And one of those shots that they had to redo was the final shot of Tony Stark, of Robert Downey Jr. doing I Am Iron Man with the snap. (laughs) <laughs> that was a literal last minute add to it. So, yeah. don't be alarmed. This could turn out to be good. I've seen, like, literally the past two days, I've been seeing nothing but, oh my god, it's in chaos. Disney is running around with their heads cut off. Disney <laughs> doesn't know what they're doing. Star Wars is doomed. And I'm like, right. okay, why? why? Why are you doing this? They literally did this with Avengers. You literally talked about this with Avengers they're, and you loved Avengers. Like, stop. They know what stop. they're doing. There's a reason speaking. they're getting paid, and you're just a talking head. <laughs> speaking of talking heads. Yeah. Hi, guys. Hi, we're talking heads, too. What do you know? Well, technically, floating voices. Eh, same podcast thing. style. Depends on whether you're watching live or not. Yes. By the way, you can watch live on YouTube. 
Anyway. Good plug. We'll plug later. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's it for that story. Uh, we'll have to wait and see is basically my, st- my, uh, my take on that. Yeah, but I am not worried. I am yeah. also not going to actively search out any leaks or stuff. Um, no. It will be interesting to see what they come. Stay clean, friends. Stay clean. Yep. Um, I think The Last Jedi, the more I've watched it since, the more I've come to appreciate it, the more I've come to love it. That thing is maybe... No, I shouldn't say that. Probably the second best Star Wars movie. First one being? Empire Strikes Back, Everyone says that. Everyone's right. Yeah, but then again, when Empire came out... Everyone shat on it as well. And see, history repeats itself. That's what I'm saying. Let's move on. Let's talk about something else because we are done with films. Uh, real last bit thing. I saw this uh, today, but it's not really big. Camila Cabello is getting into acting. I did see that, yes. As she has been cast in the upcoming Fast 9 film confirmed by Vin Diesel. Cool. Yeah. I mean, that sounds right. That sounds about the, about the speed. So, yeah, speed. Yeah. So yeah, um, I'm okay well, with this. this confirms that it will indeed be a heist film. Yeah, <laughs> that's all she does. Yep. <laughs> anyway, uh. all right, let's move on out of tel- movies and into television, and we always start the television section with our sports corner. All right, sports, sports, sports. We speak. The Nationals and the Houston Astros are facing each other in Game Two of the World Series. Washington is up by one game, and currently, this game is tied 2-2. Going uh, top of the sixth here. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Max Scherzer pitched yesterday for five innings and basically shut down the big bats of the Houston Astros. Yeah. Uh, Steven Strasburg of the Washington Nationals is currently doing the exact same thing, um, holding the Houston Astros to two runs. But, hey... Those are literally their only two best pitchers, uh, and they cannot <laughs> pitch them back-to-back, so it'll yeah. be interesting to see how they do for the rest of the series. So, yeah, uh, so watch with bated breath as we uh, have several more games to come. Yep. Uh, by the time we podcast next week, we will indeed have okay, we'll a, have a winner. World, new World Series champion. All right. But until then, other sports are happening as well. Meanwhile, in the NFL, you have here that the Madden curse... Has struck again. Yes! One of our favorites, the Madden Curse. If you're not familiar with the Madden Curse, the concept is is that the cover athlete on the year that year's edition of Madden Football, EA's famous football franchise, uh, has something bad happen to them. Whether it's being injured, being traded, having a lousy season, etc. Et on the field, off the field <laughs> problems. <laughs> Whatever it may be. Yeah. And literally, this has happened... Every single year. Yeah, there has not been an exception to the Madden curse yet. Uh, Although there's been some stretches. There's been some stretches yeah. indeed. Like, keep in mind, Tom Brady has been on the cover of Madden game. Yes, but the year he was on the cover of the Madden game, he lost to the Super Bowl. Right. But that's the worst that happened to him. So right. really it depends. It's not always really bad. Sometimes it is. Well, What's this year? In this case, it is bad. Uh, Patrick Mahomes started this season. Oh, my homie. Oh, my homie. <laughs> uh, my homie was uh, through the first four games on pace to throw for 6,000 yards and 70 touchdowns. That pace has officially ended okay. as this last past week on Thursday 
Um, when the, yeah, when he played Thursday Night Football, he got injured uh, with in his ankle or his mm. kneecap. Yikes. His kneecap. Uh, his kneecap popped. Uh, became loose. It dislocated kneecap. They had to pop it back in, and he will be out for three weeks, roughly. Oof. Three to four weeks. Uh, but yeah, Madden Curse strikes again. Rough time to be a fan. Yep, especially with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, but you do have your bye week coming up. Well, rest and relaxation. So it's something. Maybe. I don't know. This is why you should always groom a good backup. Most most teams, I'm looking at you Steelers, <laughs> when your main quarterback goes down, don't really have a backup. Looking at you, Jaguars. <laughs> but luckily, some teams, looking at you, New Orleans Saints, have a competent backup who can still put up points and help you win games. Looking at you, Blake Bortles. Not saying that your golf is getting <laughs> injured, but I'm just looking at you, yeah, Blake Bortles. Because we like to look at you, yeah. Blake Bortles. Yeah, I, I always draft you on my fantasy team, so give me some points. All right. Anyway, other sports, still other sports are happening. Other sports are happening. Uh, basketball happening. Hockey happening. Yes, uh, basketball season has officially tipped off. It is the regular season now. Uh, go hooping. Mm-hmm. Pump up the jam. But if you'd rather um, uh, watch some football, as in soccer... Uh, we got good news for fans of soccer in Sacramento, California, as they have added a MLS team home in Sacramento. Yay! They got an expansion. Yeah, an expansion, 29th expansion MLS team will be playing in Sacramento. What are they called? Do you know? Uh, Something FC, I remember. It was Sac FC last I saw. But yeah. That would uh, probably be changed. They but, are, yeah. I believe, the fourth MLS team in the state of California. That is correct. And their uh, rivals seem to be uh, our local Los Angeles Galaxy. Really? Yes. The Galaxy? Yeah. And not LAFC? No, weirdly <laughs> enough. I was confused, too. I was like, all right, cool. So we're not going by the names? All right, fine. Yep. Maybe because they want, because they're the most storied franchise here and they want to be better than them. That sounds about right. Yeah. Why settle for the new like like the new? Why pick a fight with the new kid? Right, instead of going after Goliath, David (laughs) makes sense. Anyway, uh, that's sports. Unless you have anything add add to sports before we move on. Nope, I'm good to move on because the sports I was going to talk about is going to happen in video games. All right, cool. Let's get to that later. Because first, we get to talk about television news proper. What's going on in the world of television? All right. Who's buying what? Yeah, streaming. Uh, streaming uh, networks and or companies are buying shows left and right. We talked about purchases of Seinfeld and Friends and Big Bang Theory in the office for weeks now. Mm-hmm. Well, the newest casualty in the uh, streaming rights war has been NBC's cult hit, Community. Uh, will be. Will be. Sorry, will be. Yes. Uh, the Dan Harmon created show, uh, which uh, was on NBC for a few seasons, then Yahoo Screen for a season. Yeah, it was. Uh, That's how I got that sixth season. Yeah. No movie, though. Nope. No movie. Not yet. Uh, but yeah, Not beloved yet. by a, a cultish following. 
uh, is uh, gotten picked up, uh, but not by streaming network per se, but by Sony Pictures Television, who is taking the global rights from Yahoo Screen once their contract is up in May 2021. Yes. Um, Sony uh, is the one who produced it, hmm. so they will be taking it away from Yahoo Screen. And putting it who knows where. They have not announced where the destination will be headed. No, but they currently hold the rights and yeah. essentially what they want. the purse, right. you could say. So yeah, the show consists of 110 episodes and, of course, can attract attention at a time when the rights of classic scripted comedies from the past couple decades is at an all-time high. So yeah, it'll just be a, um, a gold rush of sorts for rights of these shows as we get more and more streaming services cropping up. Sony, as of this recording, has not announced a streaming competitor to face directly against Netflix, uh, mm-hmm. Disney+, Plus, uh, HBO Max at all. All they really have is... It is uh, PlayStation Now. And Crackle. And Crackle. Remember Crackle? Crackle is still a thing. Don't, though, don't rely on a community coming to Crackle. That will never happen. No. They will literally lose money if it goes yeah. to Crackle. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's it for that. That's a good story. Yeah. Our second story. Uh, yeah, uh, real quick. Yeah. Um, Seinfeld was able to fetch half a million dollars for all its episodes. Right. I don't expect you to no, fetch that much. No, cannot. It does not do in that kind of kind of ballpark. No. Friends also reached way more money. Way up there, too. Yeah. No, this is... I'd put this about 300. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. At, uh, at the ceiling, 300. Honestly, Yahoo Screen probably didn't have it for much. Probably didn't need much. No. Because I don't even know what company owns Yahoo anymore. It went through several hands over the last decade. Right. The, no, the CEO has changed. Right. Not Yahoo. Oh, or uh, maybe... Uh, did Alibaba buy Yahoo? Oh, is that what happened? Is it, may... it Alibaba or Tencent? I think you might be right about Alibaba. I want to say Alibaba yeah. about Tencent. Confusing. Anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about Comcast. Okay. Everybody's favorite cable provider. All right, so what if I don't want to watch cable on Comcast? Well, last month the company announced plans to give a free streaming box to all of its internet-only subscribers. Um, Well, except there's an additional fee that they didn't disclose to those people at the time. Isn't free free, though? Nope. They're giving away the streaming box for free only if you also rent a modem and router from them for an additional $13 a month. A Comcast spokesperson said they would be dropping the rental requirement in the coming weeks, but over a month after that, the requirement is still in place, and the checkout interface has been updated to emphasize that its streaming box is only included when you rent the company's modem router combo. The ability to use your own router and avoid the fee is, quote, coming imminently, unquote. So, yeah, buyer okay, beware. Never. Yeah. Uh, also note that you can literally buy your own router... And modem. You can. If you want. I am looking like I might have to, to take advantage of the money I'm paying for this internet. Yes, the 300, (laughs) even though you're basically being capped at like 150. I'm paying for gigabit and I'm getting about 170. Yeah. So I should have a lot more than I'm getting. Oh no, you definitely should. But they don't always match up the modem correctly. Yeah. Sometimes you have to call in two, three, four, hundred times. Sometimes. So, yeah. Uh, buyer beware if you're a Comcast subscriber and been offered this. Know that free ain't free. Always check uh, the first time you pay um, your uh, your bill. Always check to see what you're paying. So that way you know in the future what, you're, what to expect. Also, note, 
that we had two random stories in TV because it was such a slow week. Slow news week. <laughs> it was either talk about South Park in China nope. yet again nope. or talk about cancellations and rules, which we'll we be will. talking about we'll cancellations talk about that and rules. But uh, we'll get there in a moment. Before we do, though, you have some thoughts as you watch some HBO this week. Yes, I did. Um, we'll start with the end of one series before uh-huh. I start with the beginning of another. another. All right, so tell me about the finale of Ballers. Ballers. I'm uh, talking about this show, and I still don't understand why you still watch it. Uh, well, uh, as I said at the beginning <laughs> of this season, yeah. that I was only watching it because it was its final season. Yeah. And they decided to tackle the biggest fish of them tackle. all. That's funny. No, 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 that is also a pun and correct, <laughs> uh-huh. yes. as they dealt with the NFL. Right, I remember you saying this. Yes, uh, directly with the Players Association and getting the players um, health care for any any person or anyone in the in the league longer than three years. Uh-huh. Health care during uh, their, their, their play and after, and also extending it to former players as well. Uh-huh. This was the big thing that... Oh, it's the greedy owners versus the players who put their bodies on the yeah. line. It that is like literally the biggest fish they could go next to. As the previous season, they tackled the NCAA and trying to get players paid. And hey, look what hey, happened! Look what happened with that? Yeah, uh, yeah. In the previous season, it was about um, expansion into uh, e not esports into. Um, <laughs> Like X Games sports. If it had gone on one more season, we would have definitely gotten the esports season. No, we had esports season this season as well. Oh, okay. Never mind. As the <laughs> turtle of the group, uh-huh. uh, entourage <laughs> reference there, the turtle of the group, um, scored big at the end of the season by becoming an instant millionaire when he sold his esports team. Ah. Yeah. Got it. Also, even though he was already. A pseudo millionaire because he was his best friend's manager, who is a defensive lineman for the Dallas Cowboys, and gets paid ninety million a year or gets a ninety million contract. Yeah. Yeah. As the manager gets ten percent of that, that's nine million right there. Yeah. So didn't really need to do it. No, no, no. But they needed to somehow like shoehorn esports in because it was their last season, and they needed to, you know. Reach every demographic possible. <laughs> so, of course, they had them play League of Legends, even though I'm pretty sure that the guy they had playing didn't know what the hell he was doing. <laughs> no pro consultant no. was asked to participate. No, no. All right, so uh, did it end on a relatively reasonable note? Um, it got the Hollywood ending. Yeah, of course it, it did. Because, of course, it did. Uh, it's the same thing that Entourage did with its ending. It got its Hollywood ending. Literally, because they put out a movie. Yeah. Yeah. They literally put out an Entourage movie after There won't it. be a Ballers movie. No, there will I'm not be a Ballers movie. I've got to put money on that right now. There will, no, there will not be a Ballers movie. No. But it, what essentially started as two guys trying to hustle their way through becoming sports agents, or sports managers, my bad. Becoming sports managers uh-huh. um, and managing people's money into I now own an NFL team and I'm going to throw that all away because I am a player first 
and I want to support the players. Like, in six years. That all took place in six years. Also, you had one guy going from uh, literally selling, being out of the league, selling cars on a lot, <laughs> to being coming the president of the Los Angeles Rams <laughs> in six years. Yeah. Uh, you had one guy go from being his buddy's weed dealer to being his manager to, like I said, being instant millionaire with an esports team. Uh-huh. You had another guy go from being a second a free agent to winning a Super Bowl to uh, basically becoming a producer <laughs> yeah. with his own production company in six years. So, yeah. Can't it, really do much more. Can't really do much more than that. Uh, I don't know. Win an Oscar? Win a Tony? Get the EGOT? <laughs> I don't know. But, like like I said, they went really high really fast over the course of this season. And what was essentially supposed to be the sports equivalent of Entourage held up that title, I want to say. Yeah. Then again... That title wasn't that heavy to hold in the first right. place. Yeah, not something necessarily you want to aspire to, but it did, I guess. I mean, when you pitch HBO, hey, I want to make Entourage, but, but with it's sports. With sports. Yeah. That's like, oh, and The Rock's going to be in it? Yeah. I like that. It did its job. Yeah. Is what you're saying. I mean... It fulfilled its its destiny. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say destiny. <laughs> if it was destined for anything, but it definitely did... Like give you an insight into the sports world and all the money these guys throw around, and yeah. when in the second season you just start instantly talking about millions of dollars, whereas the season before you were literally begging for money so you could stay a business could stay afloat, right? And now you're basically yeah. retiring. Like the escalation scale for that pay, they had to just got they kept writing themselves high. Where it's like we have to get ever characters do something bigger. Yep. They gotta go bigger every season, yep. and The Rock is the literally the it's biggest. Big. So, if you're already starting big with The Rock, yeah. there's only so much you can, go you can go until you that. hit that roof, that ceiling. Anyway. Anyways, yeah, ballers. ballers. It will be a thing, much like, as we remember, Entourage. That was a thing that happened. It is a thing that happened. Yep. All right. That's not the only thing you watched on HBO, though. You also watched the, the hot show on uh, Everybody's Lips. Uh, yeah, so when one thing ends, yeah. another thing begins. Uh, in this case, not Ballers, but Game of Thrones. Yeah. But now that Game of Thrones is over and Westworld Season 3 is, I think, next year. Yeah. We need something in the fall to help us with that hour-long drama palette of ours. And what better... Then, to bring to HBO a storied graphic novel uh, that became a okay movie that uh, became uh, a sequel comic that nobody read, uh, to now an adaptation of, of the comic that actually, uh, I guess, takes place in the world but isn't explicitly a retelling of the original story. So it's not I don't know. A- what's going on with Watchmen? So this is brought to you by... Damon Lindelof. Yes, everybody's favorite from Lost um, and uh, Prometheus. Yes. Fame. Yes, Prometheus. <laughs> Prometheus. Mainly Lost. 
but yeah, uh, from the school of writing yourself into a corner. <laughs> Speaking of. Speaking of, uh, David Lindelof is both the head writer and show producer and series creator of Watchmen on HBO. Yeah. Now, there is Watchmen, the comic book, as you brought up. Mm -hmm. There is also Watchmen, the movie that you brought up. Have you read Watchmen? No. I have. You have. Weird. It's not that long. It's only like (laughs) 10? Yeah, it's not that long. It's like a, a novel. Yeah. Okay. It is a graphic novel. Did you like the movie? I did. I really liked the oh, that movie. That was fine. I love it. That was fine. I thought it hit on a lot of interesting points. I do like Zack Snyder's style. Sure. For that. For that. For that. For that. Yeah. It Some definitely weird gave choices. It, it only it definitely gave it its own unique flair to oh, yeah. it, and definitely looked like a graphic novel came to life. Yeah. But man, some weird ass choices were made in that movie. Sex. Uh, yeah, yeah, that scene comes to mind as a weird ass choice. Yes. Uh, well, which yeah. one? <laughs> exactly right. All of the above. Right? Uh, but no, I remember when it came out. I really liked it. I liked all the ideas and thoughts it had. I thought it was a good film. Uh, considering I hadn't read the graphic novel, but you know, it was a definitely a good film. And that film is what led Zack Snyder to become the head of DC EU. Yeah. And then. We saw how that turned out. Not great. Yeah. But we're not talking about that. Um, yeah, so while the movie came out, DC, the comic book, decided to put out, as you said, the uh, Watchmen series after that. Right. What was it called? Watch? I don't remember what it was called. Doomsday. But I remember it was that. It Doom- Watchmen yeah. Doomsday Clock. It was based on the, the original, but did not involve the creator, Alan Moore. Right. To which Alan Moore said that he never wanted a yeah. sequel or prequel to the Watchmen series. And basically completed, completely removed himself from being associated with the project. Yes. Um, not oddly enough, that's exactly what happened here. He completely yeah. removed himself from the project. Right. He did the same thing with the movie, so this is three for three. Yes. Uh, he was sticking to his guns yes. of not wanting to Anything retouch this. based on it, yeah. Yep. But... Seeing as DC owns said rights to it. Right, they can do whatever they, they do whatever want. want. Including make an HBO TV series about it. Alright, so what's up with the TV show? Now we've talked about the background. Now that we've got all the background out of the way, the TV show takes place in modern day, but follows uh-huh. the timeline of the movie, like post the movie and comic book. Uh-huh. It follows that narrative into now where... Richard Nixon was still president for five years. Okay. Uh, current president, or is Robert Redford, or he was like the successor. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. Um, and <laughs> everyone lives in a police state of sorts. Uh-huh. Uh, the cops could basically run the city, but they also hide their faces as to not reveal who they are so that their families may be protected. Um, there's a lot of symbolism in this film, in this series. show. Series. Nine episode series uh, that harkens a lot of what was in the Watchmen uh, yeah. comic books. There's a lot of like um, homages to clocks, especially in the design, mm-hmm. in the shots. There's a lot of circular motion. There's also a lot of hints and nods and winks to it. Like there's an owl mug in a police station. Okay. Uh, some of the technology they use is reminiscent of Dr. Manhattan. 
Um, the vigilantes. Do you see a blue a blue penis in, at any time? Um, not specifically <laughs> blue, but penises are there. Do you see a penis? There is sex. Okay. Yes. Uh, Regina King gets sexed up in this. Okay. Uh, she is fantastic. Uh, not just in the sex. <laughs> Not just being sexed on, but no, she is a good lead for this. I uh, was a little bit worried um, where this might go with her as the lead, but uh. damn, she's she's acting like circ like uh, yeah. This is like okay. her acting to her divorce. That's good. Um, I can see why she is the lead. She definitely. Does not need to be a side character, a secondary character, or tertiary. She, like, every time she's on the screen, she owns it. She deals with everyone with force, which can be both good and bad, but that is also a part of the character. Right. I like what they're doing with this. They're right. introducing a lot of new characters to the series, but also playing off their motifs of their comic book counterpart, whoever that may be. Right. Uh... The other one I want to bring up is Jeremy Irons. He is naked in this thing. Naked? Yes. Do you get to see Jeremy's iron? Yes, you do. You get to see someone rubbing on Jeremy's iron. There you go. Making it all polished. If you've... (laughs) (laughs) God damn. (laughs) Well, if that's ever anything anything you've ever wanted, well, there you go. Now you have your opportunity. Uh, They make sure his (laughs) iron is clean. Uh He's like, yes. Straight, no wrinkles. <laughs> well, which is funny because he's old and has <laughs> lots of wrinkles. And yet, anyway. And yet, they're able yeah. to um, stretch him out. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. Anyways, uh, he, Jeremy Irons plays Ozzie Mandias in this series. And, oh boy, does he play that um, I know everything and everything is terrible, but I gotta reluctantly save the world <laughs> vibe. Yeah. Um, he's, like, everything about his character is both secluded and super curious. Then again, I also put that to the writing of Damon Lindelof as mystery boxes are thrown throughout this thing. Of course. You don't know whose side you're on. You don't know whose side you should trust. There's a lot of state propaganda thrown throughout this that you may or may not necessarily agree with. But at the same time, this is the world that has happened post Watchmen, where Doctor Manhattan, well, not where according to the comic books, Ozymandias was able to teleport a giant squid into New York City, declaring yeah. that we're under alien invasions, and thus unite the world in world peace. Right. And this is thirty years past that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. There is still world peace, but there is also some sown deceit throughout the world of people who may not want to believe the government in everything they say. Conspiracy theorists in a bit. Uh, Some, as the show is not so subtle about, right-wing nut jobs Mm -hmm. who take the words of Rorschach to heart as a Bible of sorts from his book at the as as was dropped off to a right wing publication at the end of the original comic book series, and they have taken his words and strewn them out as 
30 years of reading will do to it, to, right, to right, anything. Right, 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 right. Making... A broad interpretation. Yeah, making it a religious zealot of Rorschach yeah. and them basically worship, worshipping his words into an obscured version of what they actually were about because as with most things if you obsess with them for 30 years <laughs> hell even five yeah, years you can start to have a warped view of things it's and true. just compound that by six and so these followers of them the cavalry um, wear the Rorschach mask in order to hide their faces but also as a way to fight against the police. Um, this is all one episode. It's very interesting. There's also a lot of, like I said, the mystery boxes going on where are they right? Are the police right? Um, who are all these vigilantes? Are they going to solve all this? Is there a bigger threat? Why did it start with the Tulsa race riots? Mm -hmm. And I'll sudden fast forward to today. Also, this place uh, this takes place in Tulsa, not New York, not LA, mm. but Tulsa, Oklahoma. Sure, why not? And so somehow, the reason we're in Tulsa will be explained somehow. Yeah. somehow. Uh, there's also a raining squid. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff that the world builds upon. And it does a lot of the good show, not tell, which I really like in storytelling. But at the same time, because you're showing it, it leaves up some more questions because you're not acknowledging it. It's just there. It's just a part of their everyday lives. So they know what it is. But why would you come? Why would you continuously point it out? Like, hey, like we're on the Internet right now talking to possibly millions of people when someone like doesn't know what a podcast is. Yeah, yeah. Like, for us, it's just we're talking. Not, oh, we're talking to an empty room. No, we're talking to you guys. But trying to explain that to where podcasts don't exist, mm -hmm. it's kind of like, well, you're just sitting around talking. Like, you're not doing anything. Like, well, no, clearly we are. But <laughs> we can't explicitly tell that to you right now because this is just a part of our daily lives. We don't start off every podcast saying that. Like, this is a podcast. Although, we do say, welcome to the Media Boat Podcast. We do. We kind of do. We kind of do. <laughs> anyway. But then again, we don't, like, define what it is. And that's kind of what this show does. It doesn't necessarily automatically define what everything is. And that's slowly what the mystery is of unraveling how this world came to be and the problems they have and how Ozymandias, most likely because he did it in the first film, in the, the film, in the, the uh, graphic novel, will fix the problems through pain and fear and suffering, but ultimately lead to what well, I can only assume is a better outcome for the world. <laughs> yeah. But this uh, series will only is set to only be nine episodes. Uh, according, seemingly for fan reaction, it should get more. Yeah, but we'll see. But we'll see if HBO or Damon Lindelof want to necessarily do more. I, I can definitely see them continuing this, but as we I just discussed with Ballers, you may have to continuously raise the stakes where it comes to Ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'll, we'll see. I'll watch watch. Watching. I'll be the one who watches, watches the, the Watchmen. Watchmen. <laughs> Along with like 
10 million other people every yeah. Sunday. All right. Well, I didn't watch anything, so that means we move on out of television uh, thoughts into television cancellations and renewals. All right. So while I was too busy watching The Watchmen, what else happened? Well, first up, Apple TV announced a bunch of their shows are getting two season orders. Including Dickinson, For All Mankind, Home Before Dark, Little America, C, and The Morning Show. Yes, all those because uh, Apple TV is not out yet. Right. But uh, they believe that these will be bona fide hits, not only because they're showing ads for them, but there's a lot of internet interest for them, so they decided to give them second seasons already. So yeah, you're ready for two, two blocks of them, at least. Yep. CBS, meanwhile, ordered full season pickups of some of their new shows. Including All Rise, Bob Hart's Abishola, Carol's Second Act, and The Unicorn. Those are all comedies. Right. They're all coming back. Yep. At least uh, for the well, rest of the season. I guess not all necessarily All Rise, but it is okay. kind of a comedy. Uh, meanwhile, though, on NBC, they've killed one of their new shows already. Sunnyside. Canceled after only three, three episodes. Ah. <sighs> So, remember how I said, yeah. I like what they're doing here, but, but I don't think other people will? No one did. Yep. Uh, it might have been too diverse for most people to continue Or just watching. too all over the place. Yeah, it was kind of all over the place. Uh, meanwhile, CBS All Access has renewed Why Women Kill for a second season, so you will continue to learn Why Women Kill. I need I need to know. So Can you show me? CBS has is uh, has plans to bring back the Late Show with Stephen Colbert for three more seasons, bringing that show all the way till twenty twenty three. Uh sure. I mean, they don't know what the next election cycle yeah. is going to bring, and but why not have Stephen Colbert ready to talk about it? So just just in case anything happens. Just in case anything happens. Yeah. Bless the Hearts on Fox got renewed for a second full season. Hey! So people like that thing enough to keep it around. I said it has some good potential. But NBC has canceled Bluff City Law. Uh, yes, it only ran for four episodes. It will be replaced by... No, not Will and Grace. That was uh, Sunny Side got replaced by right. Will and Grace. But no, Bluff City Law got only ran for four episodes. They do have several others in the can. It was originally got renewed for ten episodes. But... I guess they jumped the gun there, and we'll just end after uh, 14. Well, High School Musical, The Musical, meanwhile, over at uh, Disney Plus. Uh, You mean High School Musical, colon, The the Musical, musical, colon, colon, The the Series. series. Yes. Yes. Uh, Over on Disney Plus has, before it premieres, also uh, had a two-season order. So expect another season after this one's done. Yay, baby. I don't know. Maybe. Disney Plus, uh, next month. Yes. Yes. Uh, I will definitely watch all two days that I can. <laughs> before, <laughs> before a bunch of stuff goes to you. Alright, let's move on then. That's it for cancellations and renewals. No deaths this week. I did not look up any deaths. Well, let's just pretend that nobody died. Let's okay, no one died. <laughs> no one died. Yay! Congratulations. Woo! Woo! Good job, Mother Nature. See, even the Grim Reaper takes a yeah. day off. Slow, take, slow death Takes death a week, week off. Slow death week. All right. Uh, that All right. Bring us Talk about to, music. Yes, and that brings us to Billboard, and that brings us to the Hot 100. The hottest. Yes. So hot that we have a return. Yeah, how hot one. are these singles? Well, it's so hot that it hurts. And are they in my area? Well, um, <laughs> maybe. You just have to 
apply your credit card information uh, okay. to verify that you are of age. I got to. You got to, got to, got, got to. to. All right. Uh, number one uh, in your Hot 100, your yes. singles chart, is Truth Hurts Back. by Lizzo. Back to number one after missing a week. Yeah, uh, two weeks. It was down two, two weeks. weeks. Right. Uh, number two, Senorita by Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello. Your new Billie Eilish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number three, Someone You Loved by Louis Capaldi. Uh, number four, Circles by Post Malone. And number five, No Guidance by Chris Brown. Yep. But really, it's Drake. <laughs> really, it's Drake. Uh, uh, you still don't know what uh, Louis Capaldi is? Still don't know what Louis Capaldi is. Tell me about... The albums chart. Well, your Billboard 200 charts, your albums. Number one is Al Young Boy 2. Yeah, uh-huh. By... Okay, this is one of my favorite artist names. By, yes. Al Young Boy 2 is uh-huh. the name of the album. Right. By Young Boy Never Broke Again. <laughs> That is his artist's name. The artist is named Young Boy Never Broke Again. So I looked this guy up a while back because I was curious about why his name is so stupid. Yes. And apparently he's called that because the Never Broke Again is a ASAP style group of rappers. So, so Never Broke Young Boy is his name, but he tacks on the Never Broke Again. Because that's the squad he's in. He's in the Never Broke Again crew. Could you just go by NBA? So that's the thing, is that's what they're called. They're called the NBA crew. Okay. But they can't call him NBA because it's really confusing. They might think they're basketball players. Get it? Right. So I guess. that's why he spells it out, Never Broke Again. But yeah, they do call each other, like, he's Young Boy NBA. That's an AKA listed on his Wikipedia. Now, okay. But, again, Young Boy NBA sounds like, oh, he's a rookie in the National Basketball Association. I guess. But, yeah, <laughs> Young Boy never broke again. Never broke again. Congratulations. Never broke again. You have a number one album. Then he'll never be broke again. And until next week when that album is nowhere to be seen. Yes. Uh, number two, Hollywood's Bleeding by Post Malone. Still bleeding. Number three, Over It by Summer Walker. Still over it. Number four, Kirk by... The baby, and number five, true to my, my true to myself by Little TJ. <laughs> yeah, you were gonna do that. I'm pretty sure it's Little TJ, but yeah, let's call him Little TJ. Little TJ, <laughs> uh, like a Tarjay. Little Tarjay. Little Tarjay. You got one of those down the street. The, the, the smallest. Yeah, a small Target. Yes, unlike the Target Superstore. Right. Very different. Or you could easily super, get lost. Super Target. Yes, yeah, Super Target. <laughs> Because yes. that's Skechers. Yes, it is. <laughs> Mile-long Skechers. Mile-long Skechers. <laughs> uh, uh, well, those were your albums. We also have new music this week. Okay, what am I listening to this week? I don't know what you're listening to, but here are the new releases. All right. We Suck have. Me. We have Cry Aww. by Cigarettes After Sex. That's what I like to do, is after sex I love to have, one, a cigarette, and two, I love to cry. A, a good cigarette cry? Yeah, I love to have a good cigarette cry. Get all, get all that smoke up in your eyes? Oh, yeah, no, that'll make you cry. Yep. Uh, number two, Magdalene. Oh, sorry, not number two. Also <laughs> number coming two. out this week. Ha! Ha! Also <laughs> coming out this week, Magdalene by FKA Twigs. Yes. Don't know what that, who they are. FKA Twigs has been around for a few years. Sure they have. 
We also have Daylight by Grace Potter. Okay. Speed Queen by Little Scream. Ah! my Little Scream? Seeker by Mikael Cronin. Uh-huh. Colorado by Neil Young and Crazy Horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pony by Rex Orange County. Yep. I saw this single in the new releases <laughs> last week. I decided to listen to it because it said Rex Orange County. Uh-huh. I didn't get it. <laughs> I thought it was terrible. You couldn't decide between being a singer-songwriter and just an acoustic. Interesting. Uh, we also have py- Pyroclast by Sun O. <laughs> Parentheses, parentheses, parentheses. I always wondered how you're supposed to pronounce that. I think it's Sun... Oh! Maybe. Uh, And lastly, Three Chords and the Truth by Van Morrison. Yes. That Van Morrison. That Van Morrison. All right. That's it. That brings brings us into... I assume you're not going to listen to anything. Hell no. No, that was... All right. uh, Yeah. That brings us into... Music thoughts. Alright, sorry. No, uh, music news. News news before that. Yeah, music news. And first up are some lawsuits. Yeah, so there's two big lawsuits uh, happening in the world of music this week for artists that you might be familiar with. Uh, But they were both funny to me and were interesting, so I combined them into one news story. And you know how much I love music lawsuits. I love these stories. Well, here's two hot ones. Yeah. First up, Lizzo. Today, literally today, shot back at three songwriters who claim that they deserve a piece of her breakthrough hit, Truth Hurts, her current number one hit, Truth Hurts, with a lawsuit. Like many recent hits, the song, which has been atop the Billboard Hot 100 for seven straight weeks, is the subject of claims from people who say they are entitled to a writing credit. Mm Mm-hmm. In this case, it's the brothers and songwriting team of Justin and Jeremiah Raisin and another collaborator, Justin Yevs Rothman, who recorded demos with Lizzo back in 2017 and went public with their claims last week. Meanwhile, Juice World... Yes, one of our favorites here at Media Book Podcast. Yes, Juice World, the rapper, has been sued by the pop punk band Yellow Card. This was hilarious to me. Yes, that Yellow Yellow Card. Yellow Card, Ocean Avenue. For $15 million. Who claim that the rapper's 2017 song, Lucid Dreams, copies melodramatic elements of their song, Hollywood died, according to a report in The Blast, citing court documents. Yellow Card, which had split in 2017, are seeking $15 million, royalties, and credit for co-ownership of the song. Also, do note that, uh, one, Lizzo's song came out in 2015, and they're just now suing about it. Yeah. Uh, and Juice World. Is being sued by a band that is no longer a band. <laughs> yeah, don't you love it? Don't you love this time of year? This is uh, <laughs> all types of weird for these two. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I don't believe either of them, 
But as I mean, Marvin Gaye proved it was Marvin Gaye, right? I don't know. Or the the state of Marvin Gaye. Oh yeah, yeah, that you can do it. That you can do it. Yeah, that was the landmark case. Yes. Also, Flame proved. <laughs> literally, you can copyright anything, including seven notes. Yep. And say. This is my beat. You stole my beat. Yep. Please, try and prove it. You didn't steal my beat. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yes, lawsuits on lawsuits. I love me some dumbass lawsuits. Mm-hmm. Speaking of dumbass lawsuits. All right. Coldplay. Coldplay doesn't have any dumbass lawsuits. No. They do, however, have something to announce. Yeah, they do. Uh, uh, they After a teaser campaign... That took place over the past few days. Coldplay, yes, that Coldplay, confirmed in social media posts this morning that they will release a new double album called Everyday Life. Yeah. Due out November 22nd. The artwork isn't the only old school thing about the album. With the two halves divided by theme. Every Life uh, seems to be a conceptual double LP, a la the Smashing Pumpkins sprawling 1995 effort, Melancholy, and The Infinite Sadness, mm-hmm. which was divided into Dawn to Dusk and Twilight to Starlight discs. So yeah, uh, it seems like they're going for something real lofty and concepty for this one. Will they be able to pull it off? In a double album, they only need one hit, so I'm going with no. <laughs> yeah, this is a weird choice for Coldplay. I think that they've had kind of a weird span right now where not that many people are talking about Coldplay anymore. Well, let's see. Their last album was Milo Zylo? No, no, no. All the stars. There was one after that, yeah. The one that had star... Uh, uh, Sky Full of Stars on it, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember what that was called. Right. But yeah, that was a 2014, 15 hit. So it's been a little bit. Been it, a minute. It's been a while. Yes. They're going to do a stained cover. Yep. Uh, a, a double stained <laughs> cover. <It's> double stained. <laughs> but hopefully to leave their mark this time. <laughs> ah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. So Coldplay fans... Uh, uh, good news for you, uh, for everybody else. Well, we'll just have to listen to this and see what it is. I guess Chris Martin doesn't want to be a dad anymore. Nope. Or, or maybe all that Coldplay money finally ran out. No, no, no. He just wants to express himself, you know? By going on tour. By Got it. going on tour. All right. All right. Uh, that brings us to any music thoughts. You listen to anything? No, no thoughts this week. Uh, I have one thought. I listened to a playlist made by you. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count. That's hey. New music. I don't know. It's new music, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Ah, <laughs> oh, good to hear it. All right. Moving All on. All right. Let's move on to video games. All right. Let's move on to video games. Hey, we're going to breeze right through this thing. I told you it was going to be a yeah. short-ass episode. So, video games, just a heads up. This is the calm before the storm because we will be playing a very big video game next week. Uh, you'll be playing a very big video game I will. next week. Yes, guaranteed. I probably will not, as I will be uh, not in town this this upcoming weekend. <laughs> right. Uh, I may still play Borderlands, but we'll get to ah. I'll get to that in thoughts. Okay. We'll talk about that Borderlands in thoughts. But first, what am I playing this week? I don't know what you're playing. No, you do. But well, I do. I do. I anyway. literally do know yes, what you're playing this but week. But what else is coming? But we have other 
upcoming new releases. Releases, including that remake of Medieval or remaster of Medieval for the PlayStation. PlayStation One hit Medieval, getting remade for the PlayStation Four, and being quietly put out because there hasn't been a whole lot advertising for it. Nobody cares about Medieval, and I don't know why they're making this. Because there is some type of fan base out there for it, but it is a PlayStation 1 platformer. Yeah, it's old. Yeah. Uh, we also have After Party. And After the Party mm-hmm. is the Hotel Lobby. The hotel lobby. Yeah. Uh, for the PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC. Mm-hmm. We also have Disney Classic Games, colon, Aladdin, and The Lion King, a double pack. Double pack, full of Disney goodness for yep. you. For the PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC. We also have Harvest Moon, colon, Mad Dash for PlayStation and Switch. And Yakuza 4 for the PlayStation. That is a port, or I guess a remaster, of a PS3 game originally. Yakuza 4. Yes. Uh, these next three are going to be your big ones, depending on which, <laughs> when, where you, land, you want, yeah. where you land, yeah. Uh, first up, we have Super Monkey Ball, colon, Banana Blitz HD for the PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Yeah, if you really like Super Monkey Ball games, this is a remastered edition of the Wii game. This was a Wii exclusive back when it came out. Uh, no longer, it is available for everything. Yep, coming to the PlayStation and Xbox, as well as the Switch. Yeah. Uh, we also have Call of Duty, colon, Modern Warfare tw- um, 2019. So. For PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. I would have done that, except, fun fact. That's not how they're labeling This is actually it. the first game called Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Because the original because one was Call, Call of Duty, Duty 4 Modern, Modern Warfare, Warfare. And then it was Call of Duty, Call of Duty Modern, Modern Warfare, Warfare 2. 2. So no, there has not been a game called Call of Duty Modern Warfare until now. Believe it or Technically, not. Technically. Stupid. By technicality standards. It's the worst, but here we are. And yet, here they are. Wow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Call of Duty comes out this weekend to some fairly positive reviews. Um, I, As I noted, I played the alpha for this, the 2v2 alpha, and yeah. it looked good, it played smooth, and I enjoyed what I was given. Good things are being said it about was this year's Call of Duty. fast, though. I... I literally played it for a couple hours because there wasn't a lot to it for the alpha. Right, right, right. But what they gave me, I thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, do note there there is a campaign this time. Funny, we do have to note that. That's true. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, but the, if you're not into um, Call of Duty and want to play something that's completely out of this world, ah. you can play The Outer Worlds. On PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Brought to you by the guys downstairs, Oblivion. Yeah, Obsidian. Obsidian. <laughs> Even but, I messed that up. <laughs> but funny slip of the tongue there, because yes, as you know, that Worlds, if you don't know what it is, is basically a Fallout game without the Fallout license, mm-hmm. as it is, uh, but in space. Space and Fallout. It's designed, uh, yeah, it's designed by Obsidian, who, of course, designed Fallout New Vegas back on the 360 and PS3. So, yeah, if you liked that game, I understand that this is a lot of, um, of that. So if you like creating a character mm-hmm. and, and getting your charisma up and talking to NPCs and taking quests and exploring a world, this is the game for you. I heard it on a podcast described today as Fallout 3 meets Mass Effect. 
which is high praise. So, I will note um, early here that normally we do a scale after we've <laughs> reviewed a game yeah. of a buy it, rent it, or discard it. This will be a definite buy if you're looking forward to playing this as it will be a super long campaign, roughly 40 hours Yeah, for just the main story. And Xbox Game Pass subscribers, you already have this because it's launching on Xbox Game Pass. So you don't even need to spend a full $60 to enjoy it if you're an Xbox One owner. Yeah, but so it will be but available. if you want to play it on a PlayStation like I probably would do, I will have to spend a bunch of money on it. So, yeah, we'll see what I end up doing. I still don't know because it'll be a pain and a half to play it on Xbox. Yes. Just the way that my life is set up right now. Right. So, we'll see what I do. We'll see what you what decide do. to do. But I will um, be playing some Outer Worlds. I will be back talking about it next week. Also, I saw the fine folks who made uh, Outer Worlds today as our building had a fire drill. And we were all lined up outside of the lawn. Yay! <laughs> and then you started high five with them. Like, yeah, you I put on not, a game. But the whole time I was thinking, like, man, I just want to go up to them and like, tell them how excited I am to play their game on Friday. <laughs> but it's so weird. <laughs> but yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. So yeah, congratulations, Obsidian, for putting out that game this week. I look forward to playing it. Uh, yeah. Um, if you want to get Xbox Game Pass a try, uh, one, you can get a month, I think it's a one month free trial. Yeah. Yeah, you get one month free trial, or you can go to Taco Bell <laughs> and buy one of their special yes. $5 boxes and get an additional 14 days, two week trial. For Xbox Game Pass. So yeah, so if you want to give Outer Worlds a try, a try, absolutely go pick up some tacos. I may be doing that. Do that just to yeah. try out this game just because it, it is on Xbox. It's long enough to create a character and get started in the first probably zone. So yeah, that's that's more than enough time. But uh, depending on my life yeah. and playstyle, what I get through. Uh, All right, yeah. but that's uh, enough of that. We'll talk about more of that next week. We have to move on to news. Yes, because as like with um, Outer Worlds, you mentioned it was Fallout-like. Yeah, but what is Fallout up to these days? Well, Fallout 76, right. their latest game, yes. uh, decided to try something new and then, you know, <laughs> did it. So, yeah. To mediocre praise? Uh-huh, and what are they getting in trouble for this time? Uh, so, Fallout 76 has launched the new premium subscription service called Fallout First. Uh, the membership is available to purchase now and includes access to private servers, which Bethesda calls private worlds for you and your friends, exclusive items, and other bonuses. Private Worlds has been one of the most requested features since Fallout 76 was released back in November of 2018, as Fallout 76 proper is an open-world game. Uh, always online, too. Hmm. Uh, well, last week, Bethesda revealed that private servers would be coming to the game this week, but there was no indication that the feature would be locked behind a subscription paywall. Well, you can purchase a Fallout First subscription for $12.99 a month or buy a full year at a 36% discounted rate, which translates to 
$100 for a year. So on top of a game you purchased. So somebody pointed out today that for $9.99 a month, which is less than $12.99 a month, you can play all the way through both Fallout New Vegas and The Outer Worlds. <laughs> so keep that in mind when you're thinking about spending $13 a month to have private servers in Fallout 76. Yes, uh, <laughs> as the Xbox Game Pass subscription is $10 a month. Um, you know, and you can play all the games uh, that they offer. I think uh, yeah. Gears is on there as well. And some Halo games. Gears 5 is indeed on that service, so you can play a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you just want to divulge your entire life, I guess, into Fallout 76, for the low, low price of one Benjamin Franklin, you can do that. Uh-huh. Uh, no. No, thank you. No. no. Thank you. No, this is me going on a big pass. Yeah. Sorry, Bethesda, but... You're losing a lot of people this way. There are probably some people that would be interested in that. I feel that there's a diehard community still playing Fallout 76 out there, and this is probably just for them and literally for no one else. Well, yeah. I mean, all they need are like 10 people to divulge literally all their money into it. Yeah, that's... There's the the whales that bring it in. It's not the everyday person. It's the whales who divulge all that (laughs) countless money into it, into their wallets and bank accounts. I love whales. All right, let's not talk about whales. Let's talk uh, about something else. Okay, uh, let's talk about some EA. We brought up EA before. Yeah, we, we yes, we often bring out bring up EA. We also often bring up college sports and how there is a lack of college sports games. Correct. Well, the stable of EA sports games once included numerous college sports games. Sure did. Uh. But for a variety of reasons, including lawsuits from former players, EA stopped making them. Well, now, EA CEO has said the company might return to college sports games thanks in part to the new lawsuit that, to the new law that will affect certain collegiate athletes and endorsement deals. Speaking at at, uh, the Wall Street Journal, Tech live conference this week, EA CEO Andrew Wilson said EA would jump for the opportunity to make more collegiate sports games if the NCAA came up with a system to pay the players. Uh, Wilson added that he receives a lot of emails to his personal accounts from fans asking for EA to bring back college sports games. Quote, I think there are many, many Maybe even millions of players who hope that's the case, he said. And I believe he is right. Yeah. I remember having a lot of fun um, doing the college teams. I uh, love the mascot mode. There's a mascot mode. You <laughs> create your own college town. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you spend four seasons trying to uh, better your player. And the best part was, when the new Madden game came out, you could literally import your player and already have a boost on it. That it was, was a win-win for EA. That was the deal, yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. And then, you know, some guys didn't like that they were in a college game because 
They weren't getting paid. Which no, because it wasn't them. It wasn't them. No, it was number seven. Yeah, it was, you, it they was were number seven. Number nine. No. Men uh, number nine. Men number nine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see if, the, if, depending on how this law goes, uh, whether or not they're even able to do this. Because what, what if, if California is the only one to pass a law like this, and if EA decides to go through with the game, then what would they do? Did every Californ- like non-California team is generic, but the California teams are specially presented? You, you would call it <laughs> UCEA. <laughs> and it'd just be yeah, college California, California teams. teams. That'd be such a weird niche product, though. It would, but like, why would you, you would have that? the four or the five big UC football powerhouses going against the but, other five, six yeah. other schools <laughs> in California. That's so weird, though. Yeah, but they would get paid. I mean, yes, yeah. I don't think someone from, say, South Dakota is going to want to play an all-California <laughs> school. No. Team. No, they wouldn't game. care. That's the thing. Is it's such a weird niche product at that point. Well, th- that's when you don't make it a football game, yeah. but you make it a football, a college life simulation, where <laughs> you go via... The Sims meets... I'll say, I'll say Sims, but via Bully, where... Uh-huh. You go to school, go to class, causes disruption, make endorsement deals while you're in college. You know that EA has zero interest in making that game, right? Oh, yes. No, because they, <laughs> they don't want to play They don't even want to make story modes in Madden anymore. Yes. Like, that. there's no way that they make a game like that. No. I can dream. Maybe this is like a mobile thing? Maybe it's like, oh, the USC experience or something like that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, this is a big question mark, of course. This is not them announcing anything. This is just an if scenario. Also, even if they do do it, they will have to wait three years. Right. I'm sorry, four to years. Bother, yeah. Four years to even bother to once it, it gets enacted. Uh, but we'll yeah, see. we'll see. I mean, you, you wouldn't have a, an NCAA game until 2022 mm-hmm. at the earliest. But it is possible. It's possible. We will find out. Yeah. But speaking of things that are possible, we have thoughts. I do have a quick thought. Um, I'm continuing to delve into the library of Apple Arcade. Okay. And I've got a new one I can talk about real briefly here. Okay. Do you like reading? No. Well, you shut down my entire thing. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Humor me and say yes. Do you like reading? No. Oh, sorry. I did it again. My bad. All right. Well, I, I I can do this. Do you like to read? Read? Yes. Yes, I I read literally something every day. <laughs> That's true. Do you like to read public domain literature? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, well, you know it's public, so it's free. Okay. And lastly, do you like word puzzle games? Uh, well, you should have started with do I like puzzle games? <laughs> yes, I love word puzzle. Well, what games. if I told you that there is a game out on Apple Arcade now called Dear Reader that combines your love of Public domain lit- reading, public domain literature, and word puzzles. Okay, I am intrigued. What is this thing you so, are trying to so fervently sell me on? <laughs> so yeah, Dear Reader uh, is a game that does exactly that. It has a bunch of built-in uh, public domain books 
combined with a store where you can buy buy with in-game currency more public domain books hmm. uh, in which you play puzzles with. And puzzles include... There's some blanks in this portion of this book. There's a bunch of blue words on the bottom. Fill the blanks in order by clicking the words correctly. Oh, okay. Get it right, you get a perfect score, you get more in-game currency to buy new books. Get it wrong, and you lose points, and you have to go back and and try to get more. See, when you said this, I was a little worried that it was either going to be a crossword or a word search puzzle. No, it's not. So, that's only one kind of puzzle, though. There's actually a lot of different puzzles in this game. Some that I haven't even seen because I haven't unlocked them yet. Mm. You unlock new variations of puzzles as you play. Okay. Slash read. Uh, so, so far, I've done fill in the blanks. I've done word uh, line swapping, where you swap entire lines of the words to uh, match whatever's being writ- uh, written. Uh, there's individual word swapping from the same line, where you have to swap within a line two different words. Um, and more, more beyond that that I haven't even seen. So, I've only scratched the surface of what this thing has. Uh, the public domain books include uh, Pride and Prejudice, which it starts you with. So if you've, uh, if, you've if that's read, one of your favorites, then you get. I would say if you've there. read some of these free public domain books, right. is that more of a leg up? No, not really. It's such a small portion of each of the chapters that it doesn't actually. You're not actually reading the whole book. No, oh. uh, it's not necessarily as in depth as that. However, there is on certain books. It seems like the majority of the books in the game. A screen reading option, which means you can straight up read those books if you want. <laughs> so yeah, there is that option if you so want to. Like you complete the level and you can read the page or Because chapter. that's the thing, they're public domain, they can just include them. Yay. No one cares, they're free. So yeah, uh, it's a neat concept that I've only like scratched the surface on. I'm excited to see where it goes from here when I have a little bit more free time uh, to play it, as it takes a little time to get the, the, the puzzles done. Also, for people who are concerned if that sounds a little easy, well, there are three different difficulty modes. You can add uh, the, the middle and hardest difficulty, add a timer to the situation. So that way you feel a little bit more of an impetus to do the puzzles quickly, uh, even though you could potentially make more mistakes. Okay, I thought you were say they make everything Shakespeare-like. Ah, no. There is Shakespeare, though, in this, in this well, uh, yes. game. There's some Shakespeare. Because if anything is in, in the public domain, it is Shakespeare okay. shit. There's some Shakespeare, there's some philosophy books in there, there's all sorts of different things. So, uh, yeah, if that sounded cool to you, uh, by all means, uh, check it out. It's on Apple Arcade. I am not sure if it's available elsewhere, but I know for sure it's on Apple Arcade. So go check that out if that sounds cool. Okay. Um, Dear Reader is the name. Dear Reader, I played Borderlands, and (laughs) I got to the end. Or did you? Or did I? As uh, so, you did the thing that I warned you about. Yes, uh, yeah, I said goodbye. Stupid. I said goodbye, everyone. I uh-huh. defeated the yeah. uh, boss. It gave me the trophy and said, "Borderlands will continue in four. Right. And it had the big yeah. Borderlands four. I was like, uh-huh. "Oh, this is the end." Hey, no. guys, look! No. I beat it. It says four. No. Three. Two. One. Two. One. Continue. Yeah. I was like, "Well, clearly, I did it." Game does not stop after that. This game is the never-ending game. I both love it and hate it at the same time. <laughs> I'm so happy that they're giving me all this experience, and yet... For what? Did, is it too much experience? I think it might be too much. I think the game overstays its welcome. Uh, so can we label this as Carly Rae Jepsen? 
No. But it's too much. Ha <laughs> ha, I get it. But no. Uh, if I'm playing, then I'm playing too much. I think it's... Uh, if I'm looting, then I'm looting too much. It's tough for me to say that, though, because we kind of also did it to ourselves by trying to do every single side mission. Which I would do either way. So I'm wondering if, if we hadn't done that, if we had maybe had more fun with the story. Uh, uh, I also wouldn't be as over-level as I am. True, and it wouldn't be such... That boss wouldn't have been so easy if we hurt weren't leveled up as much as we were. Yeah, because I was 41 going right. into the boss. And yeah, it was a cakewalk. Which is why I kind of knew in the back of my head, it's like, there's no way this is the final boss. That was too easy. Right. So, yeah. I didn't. Th- I don't think I died. No, I didn't die either. Yeah. Also, I let my dog, Tyler Skaggs, <laughs> hump its Aww. leg. And then it eventually did pee on it. <laughs> Good. As, as Skaggs typically likes to do... Two yeah. random items in the yes. game. But anyway, so yeah, I haven't gone back to Bullet Report Land since I talked about it last week. Yeah, I did that on Monday, I think. And now with Outer Worlds coming out, I might not come back to it until maybe... End of the next, year? Maybe next year. We'll see, maybe end of the year, we'll, well see. Well, you're going to need to at least have ah, the end of the year need list. Is a hard, is a, is a is an interesting word to use. I don't know if I need to finish it to be able to talk about it for our end of the year list. Well, then our list may be very different yeah, because no, it's ought to finish a game Probably not going to be on my list right. of top fives. I don't think. I think already I have enough games to fill that top five. I don't know if I have enough games to finish that top five. Also, why would I bother when Sayonara uh, Wild Hearts is the best game of the year? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not gonna play that. <laughs> You're missing out. Uh, Alright, that's it. Alright. And, hey, look at that's that. It. it is literally one thirty. So, quick, wrap us up. Thank you for watching the Media Boat Podcast for this week. We will be back next week for another episode. You can see us live on YouTube if you go to YouTube and search Media Boat Podcast. Like, subscribe to our channel. Click the bell to get notifications when we go live. That is usually on Wednesday nights. Uh, 6.30 to 7 o'clock p.m. Pacific time. So tune in there to see our our mugs live. Boom, boom, boom. If you'd rather listen to us in audio form, say at work or on your jog, whatever, wherever you listen to fine podcasts, you can listen to us there by downloading us on Apple Podcasts or any RSS feed-driven podcast thingy you can think of. So go ahead and download us as well as many, many back episodes. You can also find us on social media where we post about our episodes. On Twitter, we're at MediaVoteCast. On Facebook, search Podcast, and you'll find our page. Uh, Twitch.tv slash MediaVote is where you can find us playing video games mm-hmm. such as Borderlands 3 as you continue your yep. travels. Maybe some Tig Bitties as well this week. Maybe some Tig Bitties, maybe some Outer Worlds, depending on if you get that uh, uh, trial. yeah. Um, you can also uh, help us out with money, as it does cost money uh, to host a podcast on the, this here internet. You can do that by going to patreon.com slash mediaboat. There you could donate as little as a dollar a month. That's a fraction of what you pay for coffee, at least once a month, I'm sure. Uh, so consider doing that. Even that small amount can help us out, and it can uh, add you to a currently so elite list of people that nobody is in it. I'm talking one of one here. Yeah, one of one. You could be a one of one. The only time you can say that about your life. So <laughs> do it and uh, become our favorite person to ever have existed. 
And with that... Second. Second for me. Second, maybe. Also, maybe second for you. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, that'll be it uh, for the Media Boat Podcast. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Yep, we'll be back next week for... one nine nine For Outer World yes. uh, Thoughts. Yes. And maybe some movies. Maybe some movies. We'll see. We'll see. Depends on what I end up doing. But, uh, yeah, we'll definitely have more news for you next week. Next week. Okay, Thanks bye. Time.